Hello and um, welcome to a brand new thing, kind of, in the Extreme Orange channel. Not sure if I'll make this regular, but we'll see. Um, I guess it's kind of a way to just store all the monologues that I have. Um, there are a lot of things that go through my mind, but I mean, sometimes I vocalize them, but other times I don't. and. I do believe in the power of articulation. Uh, you don't really understand the concepts that are going on in your head until you properly speak them forth into the world. They organize better in your mind too. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those nights where, you know, you sit on your bed and you think about life in general. Topics, have a podcast with yourself. Essentially, that's what a monologue is. Um... But today it got me thinking about friendships. And I guess it's more personal because these are friendships pertaining to my own life. Um, you know, some people might experience it differently uh, from me, which I do expect. I, I, I feel, at least this is my personal opinion, that my the way I run my friendships and the way I treat people is quite different from... Um, the way other people treat their friends. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see as it goes. Anyway, um, I was just going through old videos and old photos about things that I used to do back in school, back in JC. It was fun. Um, I mean, I can't deny that the memories that were made will always remain in my heart and close to my heart. And I do love the people. I mean, I, I don't think I can say love, but I do cherish the friendships and the connections that I made, no matter how shallow. The fact that I was still able to have a good time and share a common memory with this other person is always, it's always a joy to me to reminisce on. But um, it got me thinking about friendships that last because I realized that as time goes by and um, we move into different phases of life or rather enter new spheres of friendships old friendships just fade away either because new friendships provide so much novelty that the old friendship doesn't have the same appeal especially if it wasn't a deep and a deep one that was deserving of continuation and if everything in the past was superficial then it's unlikely that uh, you'd hang out with this person or this group of friends uh, again I guess mainly because this superficial fun element is now uh, taken over by the new friends that you have in the new sphere yeah it's just unfortunate you know that uh, old friends pass and new friends come and it's just like that and there's really nothing much you can do about it um, what's sad you know f from my perspective the, the, the thing that I feel bad the people that I feel bad for the most are people that didn't enter a phase of life that allowed them to make new friends um, yeah I mean I don't have a specific example it doesn't even have to be no new friends, it could be lesser new friends, you know.
And uh, what happens is these people, their latest friend group would still be the friends that they had in their previous phase of life. But these friends have already moved on and um, would rather hang out with a different group of people instead of them. Uh, they have their own group of friends to keep them occupied and this person is now left somewhat alone because he, um, well, all his friends are occupied, you know, and so he doesn't even have new friends to turn to. And the problem with this is that um, it's kind of that person's fault as well because as I mentioned earlier, if your relationship with another person is worth keeping, then, well, then you two of you would naturally want to meet up again to, um, yeah, maintain this friendship, to enjoy each other's company. Uh, the problem comes when you've made no such friendships at all. Then, well, there's no reason to hang out with you specifically because whatever you provide isn't deep and personal enough to be only, only derivable by you. And I can easily achieve the same level of fun and jokes from well, a different group of friends, I would say. Um, yeah, so it got me thinking about um, non-superficial friendships. Friendships that are uh, deep and meaningful and uh, mutual. Um, I've always thought about what kind of role the individual has in forging these kind of meaningful friendships. Because on the one hand, friendships are two-way things. Meaning they have to be mutual. Uh, one party, it can't be one-sided. If one party uh, treasures the friendship more than the other party, someone's bound to get hurt because at some point, everybody has to make a choice. And if the two of you don't have each other on the same level of priority, I would say, then, you know, someone's going to be disappointed because their expectations for the relationship weren't met. The question then becomes, what happens if you are on nobody's priority list? Maybe it's something about your character, something about your face, something about your personality. Um, or maybe it's just the way you ran the friendships in the first place. What if nobody out there wants to have you high enough on their priority list? not number one, not number two, not number three, then is it really your fault? Is it your fault that you don't have any meaningful friendships? And if it, if it is your fault, that means there's some way in which you could have avoided it, you could have fixed it. And I'm not sure if there is. So, I mean, I do have an idea, and this brings me to another point, another tangent, in this monologue, which is about um, how far are you willing to go to make friends? Because it is the case that you can put on a facade, you can 
try to be the most uh, people-pleasing person that there is and do everything in your power to, well, make the other person feel good, to make friends with the person. Um, of course, there isn't a foolproof method, but I think it's relatively uh, effective. And the issue I have with this is the exact same issue that uh, critics of the current social media climate have, which is that things tend to be fake when you're trying to make friends, to gain popularity, to gain clout. You tend to fake your reaction towards other people's things, uh, fake your interest in what they have to say, in what they do, and what they like. And, well... Intuitively, this isn't something that is healthy because, you know, being fake isn't, isn't a good thing. The idea is that you want to be as authentic as possible to show yourself to the world, for people to love you for who you truly are. Um, what happens if your personality just isn't that lovable? You know? And that being authentic, being yourself, means that you might have to forgo any possible close relationship. You know, if you didn't fake laugh at this person's uh, joke or didn't take interest in what they did for a living, maybe you guys wouldn't have talked as much. Maybe he wouldn't have liked you as much. And then maybe the friendship would never have developed. Like I said, at what cost are you willing to get friends. Some people take it to the extreme and because they want to be so popular, they fake everything and be nice to everyone for the sake of it, for the cloud, for themselves. But on the other extreme, if you are completely uninterested, if let's say your personality was that you really couldn't care less about other people's lives and you showed that to other people, that you just don't care, and as a result, people find you as an uncaring person who doesn't take interest in what they have to say, what they do, and as a result, don't enjoy talking to you anymore. Um, that's not good either. It's, I mean, subjective because it could be good if you're an introvert and you don't really need friends and you need only one friend in your life or none. But we're social animals, we're social creatures, and I assume that no matter how introverted you are, there is still this need to connect with somebody. Introverts just don't like big crowds, you know. They do still have one or two close friends that you talk to. You go mad if you have no one to talk to. Because we're just built that way. So, so yeah, I mean... It's kind of the struggle that I have, basically. It's the uh, the trouble of balancing between faking your interest in other people so that people like you and also not being so authentic that, well, nobody likes you. Um, maybe there is some light at the end of this tunnel because there is this idea that uh, I've been... Or I thought about a while ago. It was about... Um, the idea that maybe trying to 
take interest in somebody's things, somebody's work, somebody's life, even though you don't actually have any interest in it, taking the first step to try to at least listen or to agree, uh, not agree, but respond uh, less uh, disinterestedly, I don't know if that's a word, uh, less unenthusiastically about it, um, even though it is fake at the start, it is a form of character development because at least now you want to want to be interested instead of just completely not wanting to be interested at all. And so maybe it is the case that you have to be fake at the start in order to be authentic in the end to achieve the outcome that you would like to be. I mean, it goes quite logically with training, for example. Say you want to run your 2.4 a lot faster than you currently are, you'll have to push yourself to run that at that speed. You know, and you might fail at the start, but eventually you'll get there. So why isn't it the same with your own personality? If you could try your best to push yourself in a certain direction of your personality, to be more extroverted, to be more friendly, to be more interested, even though that isn't your current character, I believe eventually you'll get there. And maybe that's the key. Maybe, maybe that the person isn't to be, isn't to blame for being fake or inauthentic. If that's the case, if your heart behind it wasn't to uh, just, if the heart behind it wasn't that you uh, were completely disinterested at all in the person's life, and that all you wanted was clout, but instead your goal was to actually improve your character and try to take interest in other people's things for a change, you know, maybe then that's justified and that's um, the proper way forward. Yeah, so I guess that's all for me today. Um, it's like 1am in the morning and um, I don't have any water with me, so my throat's getting a bit dry. But it's been a pleasant monologue. It's just over 15 minutes. I don't know how Sam Harris talks for about 45 minutes, but yeah, I mean, if for some reason you are still listening, uh, thanks for listening to my rant, to my monologue. And if you want to have a discussion about what I just mentioned, feel free to drop me a text. I'll try my best to be interested, uh, which I am. Don't get me wrong, I'm interested. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, that's uh, that's all for me for now. I'll probably post this on Spotify only because it's just audio. Um, but but yeah, um, that's all for me for now. And I'll see you on the next episode of... What should I call this? Extreme Extras, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I'll come up with a better name. Yeah, alright. Good night and goodbye.